Welcome to the Guernsey Press Politics podcast feed and our six minutes states preview of this March meeting. I'm Simon Delarue and with me today is the Guernsey Press editor James Fuller. And uh, James, it's uh, a, a, a meeting that I think is going to fill up the full three days they've got available. What do you think is the uh, big meat and drink item on this one? This is possibly the first BA I've ever seen, Simon, where the uh, amendments are longer than the reports themselves. <laughs> Uh, but it's a long so, list. So, uh, so maybe we'll start with the proposals for a development agency for the east coast of uh, of, of the island, um, which now faces nine different amendments. Yeah, one of which I find particularly interesting because uh, the whole idea here is to set up a arm's length body that's going to uh, take some of the responsibility away from the states members to and and, and um, sort of be an overarching body that sort of uh, straddles terms of the states so we can actually get on board with changing Guernsey's east coast and really developing it and making the most of it Um, and one of the amendments that's coming from Deputy Meerveld and Deputy Burford is uh, to make sure that every individual project comes back to the state's members for approval which would rein it in really quite significantly wouldn't it? It's quite useful to have that amendment I think because it's placed at the heart of what this debate is all about. The uh, P&R report mentions the fact that uh, everybody in the community thinks that everybody from outside of the states does things better than the states and so why not let's get an external body in to to run this uh, massive project which is perhaps 25 years in the making Uh, but states members by their very nature are in there to make decisions on behalf of the community and so why would they want to lose that uh, responsibility of making those decisions so I think it's a it's a fair question to be aired and at least wants to get it out of the way one way or the other either it totally puts the kibosh on the development agency or it does give them the opportunity to move forward with the authority of the states behind them. Yeah, and the, there's other nuances as well to be um, uh, hammered out. For example, the Development and Planning Authority uh, wants 18 months minimum um, to get their harbour areas uh, sorted after a decision is made on what we actually want in our harbours. Um, whereas at the moment, it's the idea is that it's going to that work's going to run in tandem with the building up of this development agency. Um, that argument in itself could run and run, I would imagine. Um, and as you mentioned, um, seven other amendments besides on various nuances to do with the. Uh, to do with this development agency and how it's going to work. I think that the key to the agency debate is, is one, how it's going to work, because it doesn't say that in the state's report at the moment. And secondly, really, it's all about, I think members would like to get an indication of really what we're hoping to achieve and what the time frame might be, because I think the community really doesn't understand at this point in time. No, it's, it's yet another one of those states debates where you've got this tension between, OK, but tell us exactly what's going to happen. We need detail. And on the other hand, it's too early for the detail because we need this strategy, that strategy and the other strategy to be in place before we can hammer it all out. So, uh, yes, that's going to be a, a fairly long and complicated but very interesting um, debate, I think, on the development agency. The other um, big ticket item we've got on this one, really, or at least it's, it's big for states members and for us who follow it religiously, it's uh, the simultaneous electronic voting in the states of deliberation so whether you say poor or conch or press a button ultimately uh, yeah and every other jurisdiction i notice states members have just been in the isle of man in the last few days and they've got buttons on their desks in their in their uh, voting chamber where they can you know, vote uh, immediately by that press of a button so guernsey's talking about doing it on a 
handheld phone or a tablet or something like that. Yeah, I they'll believe. enable it for, for, for any device that they're using and the, the um, result's going to be instantly available to us in the media and people at home following. Um, it's been claimed that it's considerably more um, sophisticated in that sense than what Jersey have got at the moment. It's also been described as being bespoke to a particular parliamentary needs and adaptable as well but there's quite a lot of resistance to it there's a few members who are saying it's going to cost £109,000 and we don't need to be spending money on that right now well this debate has gone backwards and forwards for 20 years uh, and there's a feeling now perhaps that it's time has come one way or the other Uh, I thought to be honest it was going to be nodded through pretty quickly until fairly recently and I read in the press today that at least three senior states members are are going to vote against it Um, one member of the the um, State Assembly and Constitution Committee is now going to vote against it on grounds of cost. And I suppose if you had to pick a bad time to spend £109,000, this is probably one of them. So Yeah, I think that's a fair comment. No, but I, I have the feeling that it's a bit like island-wide voting. It's going to keep coming back until it gets approved, basically, one way or another. So whether it's this time or not, we'll, we'll soon find out. Do, do we vote now on whether we think it'll go through? Uh, personally, um, yep, I'm pressing my button. There you go. And the result will come up on Friday. <laughs> I've voted. Um, so, and then we've got one or two other bits and pieces that I'm sure we'll be mentioning, certainly tomorrow, because uh, the, the every month there's a couple of update statements from committees, and uh, this month we've got PNR and uh, the Committee for Economic Development updating us on their progress. We've also got a set of questions from Deputy John Gollop to scrutiny about um, the possibility possibility of a, what he'd like to see clearly, a full public review of the bailiwick's external transport needs and aspirations, as he's got a series of questions on that. And, uh, and we've also got one other thing, which is, uh, well, it may or may not happen. Deputy David Delisle wants the Island Development Plan annual monitoring report, which covers two years this time around because of COVID. Um, he wants that debated, and it largely extends from his concern that we're losing too much green land, doesn't it? That's going to turn into a planning debate by stealth, isn't it? Unless the bailiff keeps incredibly strong control over whether they're debating solely the issue of whether they should be debating a report. Um, And I would have thought states members would be very keen to take a view on whether certain policies are working, protection of green land, development of houses, etc. There's an awful lot in the IDP. You think it it would be totally unsurprising if they voted to to, uh, debate it? Yeah, and I think if we're going to run a book on anything, it needs to be how long will it be before the bailiff has to step in and say, no, you're not supposed to be debating it, you're supposed to be debating whether you're debating it. But if they decide that they will, then they'll shove it to the end of the meeting effectively, and it will get dealt with this month. So that's what we've got to look forward to in this uh, March States meeting. So uh, stick around on this feed to get a daily review uh, on each day of the meeting.